Cube Radio. You are listening to the Car Guide Podcast with Louis-Philippe Dubé and Gabriel Gélina. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the 17th episode of uh, the Car Guide Podcast. Gab, we are we're nearly just landed from uh, Munich. That's for right. The, <laughs> yeah, still a little bit jet lagged. IAA Mobility Summit, and what does IAA stand for? IAA in German stands for International Automobile Ausstellung. Yes, means International Automobile Exhibition. Yes, so, <laughs> or the Munich Auto Show. If I, well, <laughs> I guess you know it, that, that's a fair comment. But at this event, this uh, mobility, they call it now the uh, IAA Mobility yeah. 2023. In this case, it happens every two years, and it's sort of like taken over from the old Frankfurt Auto Show. Yes. Now, the, Frank the, the old IAA was held in Frankfurt every two years, mm -hmm. and it was a mega, mega car show in terms of size and scope, scale. So, you know, there was like 11, the, in the glory days are like 11 pavilions all filled with cars. Um, Mercedes-Benz had its own pavilion. BMW had its own pavilion. Uh, so they, you, they basically had all their lineup there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, most of their lineup was, exactly. was, on, was, was not, not just the new stuff, but also pretty much every model that, that they made yeah. was, uh, was exhibited. But so... We all know that car traditional car shows have sort of like fallen by the wayside. And now, uh, uh, two years ago, in 2021, after the pandemic, they decided to revive the IAA, but to give it a, a different kind of scale, do it in Munich, smaller event, but also uh, with manufacturers doing displays in the downtown Munich, in public squares, right. in, in parks. And they would build these temporary... Uh, structures and showcase their cars and it was free to the so public. They're kind of trying to bring the, the, the show is a little yeah, bit exactly. remote from the from the city center, trying to so bring it to exactly. the public. To, to bring the car show into the city center, make it free also, it's free access. And the second part of the uh, IAA is is a more traditional kind of setup in a convention center right. uh, with exhibits by manufacturers, but not only manufacturers, but also uh, parts suppliers, um, equipment makers, and, and, and even governments, you know, that, that, that are there because it's a, it's a mobility show now. Yeah. It's not so, just yeah. cars, but it's mobility. You, That's you put time. mobility to yeah. be able to attract... You know, a new, a new new type of buyer, business to business. Earlier, you mentioned that to me that a lot exactly. of more business is doing business with other, uh, uh, you know, other counterparts. So the cool thing is for the public that's in town, you can see pretty much everything that's that's new, and the manufacturers, you know, mostly the German brands, put on a hell of a show. You know, huge elaborate displays. Uh, all their vehicles are there, and in the convention center, like has, like I mentioned, you know, part suppliers, car makers, uh, governments. It, it's very much. Um, an event that's that's almost like B2B business to business and almost like networking also yep. in the automobile industry. So people who work for suppliers can can sort of get in touch with designers and engineers from the manufacturers and look at stuff, look at new technologies, things like that. Yep. There are conferences going on. So it's a very interesting uh, kind of show, but it's it has 
in, it's it's nothing like your what you tradi- did in, what, yeah, yeah, a traditional yeah, yeah. car show where yeah. you walk in and all you see is cars, cars, cars everywhere. Right. Um, like I said, the Canadian government was there, the U- government of Ukraine, Portugal, Israel. Ontario government. Ontario government was there. Stuff, yeah. And um, uh, French government and things like that. They're all there also to try and, and, and sort of like attract... Uh, investment by car makers or suppliers. Uh, Canada was there to promote the fact that, you know, we, we have a, an abundant supply of minerals that could be used to make ma- batteries and right. things like that. That's the reason why they were there. So it's that kind of uh, dynamic uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of the show. And what was really interesting to me was that 41% of the companies that were exhibiting at the uh, trade fair in the Munich Convention Center mm-hmm. had their head office in China. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's know? right. Yes. There's a lot of Chinese manufacturers that are already on mm-hmm. the European market, already selling cars like BYD, Build Your Dreams. Yes. And there's also a whole slew of other brands who have chosen this IAA in Munich to introduce new models and to showcase yep. their lineup. Kind of it. Because they're thinking, the Arabian, exactly, they're uh, thinking of moving into the European market, or at least in select countries in the European Union. Right. And so, when you see how aggressive uh, they are, I mean, you know, uh, build your dreams, uh, BYD. And they have so many cars on yeah, exactly. display. It's like more cars than than the, the than the European manufacturers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they introduced the Seal, which is a new car that looks basically, you know, very close to a Tesla Model 3. It will be sold about the same kind of price in Europe. Uh, so they're, you know, everybody, all of these Chinese car makers are sort of like gunning, starting to gun for for Tesla, yeah. and they have a price advantage, which they. They think they will be uh, will be useful in the market. So that was an interesting, um, an interesting it's kind of an eye opener. Yeah, exactly. You know, Because you know that if they're moving into Europe or starting to do business in Europe and selling cars in Europe, it's just a matter of time before they're going to try and, and come into the North American market. Oh yeah, you know, which definitely. Is a, which is a huge they're, market. Like the uh, the the side view mirrors, uh, manufacturers in the in the mirror are closer than they appear. Exactly. <laughs> There you go. But we also looked at a lot of uh, uh, cars that were. Uh, you know, uh, introduced by what we can call the legacy automakers yes. or, you know, the, the, the established brands. Like you covered Mercedes Benz extensively and they showcased the uh, CLA concept electric vehicle, yeah. which is pretty interesting. It is interesting because we saw uh, uh, this is kind of a, a, a glimpse of this concept uh, a couple of months. I think it was a, maybe a year ago. And now the result is a vehicle that directly wants to, to rival the Tesla Model 3. Well, we've heard that one before, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with especially uh, German manufacturers. But this time, I think this vehicle, if you look at how um, uh, Mercedes has done the EQE for mm-hmm. the for the E-Class, which is completely different vehicles in yeah. terms of style. Uh, same thing uh, uh, with the EQS a sedan, a vehicle that aims at the same kind of, of, of client, but is completely different in terms of looks. Like it or not, uh, this is how the way it happens in Merce- at Mercedes. But this time, I think that this concept... It's it's more stylish. It steps away from the the EQ vehicles that we have now on 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 the market that you can buy, and also it promises a lot of stuff, like up to seven hundred and fifty kilometers of range, which is pretty impressive uh, considering. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the the Tesla Model Three in in, in a couple of minutes. Uh, that is uh, has a maximum range of six hundred twenty nine kilometers on the long range model uh, for twenty twenty four. Let's uh, specify that performance data. 
Not much. Uh, they couldn't tell us exactly. It's still a concept. It's still ways away, but kind of, you know, uh, uh, showing their teeth to, 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 uh, to, to Tesla in regards to the compact uh, luxury sedan uh, segment. But what's significant is that it's built on a brand new architecture yeah. for Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, an architecture that Mercedes-Benz says that it can be used with both electric and gas vehicles. Exactly. So it's, it's pretty interesting in that way. Usually you say, well, a global uh, a, a platform unveiled by a manufacturer is usually it's only electric, yeah. whereas Mercedes-Benz, they know that in certain markets, they're going to be able to, to still supply, you know, for, for a while because, you know, we're really aggressive with, with regulations, yeah. but some markets are not. It's an interesting playbook because they're basically following the same kind of path or strategy as BMW. You know, mm -hmm. BMW is building you know, new platforms that are going to be able to be used for pure electric EV yep. or for hybrid or for gasoline. And they're sort of like hedging their bets that way because exactly. and they can react quicker, you know, in terms of demands to the various markets in terms of production. And make and the so, most out of their gas cars if, exactly. if ambitions are taking a little bit further yeah, exactly. <laughs> by governments. Yeah, exactly. um, the, uh, the new platform is called the MMA architecture. For now, it's going to... Uh, uh, to uh, Uh, be declined in uh, a, a compact sedan, mm. a sportback sedan, also two SUVs. Obviously, they had, they had, you know, and that's that's the, the whole idea. I guess it's going to be the more profitable way to to, to make this uh, platform work, and uh, also. Uh, there is a, there is a whole inside of the technologies, you know, beyond. I mean, it doesn't look like the Tesla Model 3 at all. With you know, just horizontal, simple, and uh, a screen. It's it's got futuristic looks. It's got everything. I think they, they, everything Mercedes can do in an interior. They, they, they've been trying something. It doesn't mean that the production model is going to look like that, obviously. But if you look at the pictures on the website, you'll see that it's it's pretty wacky. Pretty wacky because I think you know my colleague Mark Vaughn from AutoWeek said it best when he he showed a picture of the interior of the CLA concept and the seats and the way the headrest is designed yeah. on the seats. And he, said, he wrote, tell me those, those don't look like smiling baby hammerhead sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's exactly what it looks like in terms of, you know, the seat moves up, there's a hole yeah. in the center, which would be the mouth yeah, of the shark. Like a, and then, it's going up Jaws style. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the headrest that's sort of like a blue and wraparound. So yeah, a lot, a lot of chrome, a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's really, it's heavy, you yeah. know, the center. Area, but it's, it kind of showcases what Mercedes wants to do. It, it's kind of funky. But also more significant, well, not more significant, but perhaps as significant, you know, there's one uh, model in the Mercedes-Benz lineup that is uh, iconic, and that's the G-Wagon. Yeah. You know, that big box on, on wheels. Uh, traditionally, was powered by huge V8 engines, twin turbocharged, and things like that. And now um, it looks like Uh, Mercedes-Benz is, is gunning to make a smaller version. Yeah. What we would call the baby G wagon. Yeah. And, and the, uh, the, uh, the brand called it affectionately the baby G. But mm -hmm. we know a couple of things about it because yeah. the EQ, um, the, uh, the EQ model of the G, the EQG, what they call now the EQG is in the final testing phases. Mm -hmm. So it should be on the market next year. Uh, um, uh, Mercedes-Benz says that obviously it's got You know, no compromise because I spoke to um, uh, the designer uh, Gordon Wagner and also uh, the head of uh, of uh, the G uh, division at Mercedes Benz, and they said, "Well, you know, the G is the G. You can't unbox it. You can't, you know, put it softer, just like an EQ model, right?" So uh, I think um, 
Emmerich Schiller, which is the head of the, the G division. By the way, it's a completely different division. It's under the uh, the truck and four by four equipment division yeah, yeah. at Mercedes, <laughs> which was created in the you know like in in the old days. But they kind of kept it that way because it was so singular. Um, he says that it's going to be a G wagon or a, a, a class G with electric motors. It's not going to be the uh, the other way around, which is uh, an electric car, a new uh, a new electric car that we made electric. And mm-hmm. we said, well, it's pretty much the same thing. Says, it's not because, you know, getting that box, I mean, it's like a big, big, big piece of plywood in the wind, you know. Mm-hmm. People love the design. People who are ready to pay a quarter of a million dollars and more for that design. You know, if, if you smooth it out, nobody's going to care. So a few aerodynamics um, uh, elements have been changed, and they, I mean, I, I was speaking to the designer. I was like, "Well, anything you change on this vehicle is going to make it better in terms of aerodynamics." And um, obviously, it's going to the EQS, which is the full size now. What we learned about the EQS in the last, uh, the sorry, the the uh, EQG uh, model that what that, that we learned in the last few months is probably going to be transposed in that in that mm-hmm. uh, baby G you know four electric motors a huge battery that is uh, uh, completely uh, 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 waterproof, you know, because there's a certain weighting uh, depth with the, with the, with the G class. Yeah, that it's they don't want SUV and it's an off roader and things like uh, yeah. that. Yeah, off roader is a big yeah, word yeah. because well. I, I was confirmed when I was speaking to uh, to. Um, uh, I was saying Emmerich Schiller uh, that you know how many I asked him how many how many what's that we always want to know how how, how what percentage of, of drivers actually it take it out off road. Yeah. He says you know I don't have precise figures, but it's a, it's about ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> but still, and you know as you know, making this type of vehicle which is loud grunting, you know, mm. so you, you've heard it, you know, the the, the, the just just roll by I mean even if it's at low RPM it sounds like judgment day and making it electric mm-hmm. and getting those buyers to be interested in, in that electric version is, is is quite of a challenge and uh, I think the baby version is going to be it's going to be definitely carrying over uh, the same technologies but Unfortunately, folks, that's all we know about it now. It's been confirmed during the unveiling of the the, the CLA concept thing, and then and then by by uh, Mercedes-Benz CEO. And I guess we'll know. We'll, the information is going to trickle trickle down uh, in the next few months. Yeah, sure. So on my side, I looked at um, you know Audi uh, was of course uh, president. Volkswagen Group was president at the uh, yep. the IAA in Munich. And for Audi, uh, what's interesting is that. You know, they showcased obviously the, the Q6 e-tron electric SUV. Now I went to drive, uh, we talked about this before. I went yes. to drive the, uh, the prototype, uh, in the Faroe Islands of, of this new vehicle that's, uh, being built on the, which will be the first actually vehicle built on the premium platform electric, uh-huh. uh, the new platform shared by Porsche and uh, Audi. And for Porsche, it will be the, the Macan EV, which is uh, coming on stream soon as well. So in the IAA, when I drove the prototype, what, what was interesting is that we never saw the dashboard or the interior of the car. It was all like covered with, uh, with cloth. So right. we couldn't tell what was actually you know, behind, behind yeah, the I steering wheel. I saw the pictures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like tarps. Uh. tarps. <laughs> and um, so at the IA, they showcased the interior of the vehicle and they showed us what the interior of the Q6 e-tron uh, was going to look like. Yep. And 
you know, when I drove the prototype, I could sort of like tell that it was going to be like one big giant screen curved display, a bit like BMW. Um, and that was essentially confirmed, when, you know, when we saw the, the photos and we saw the, we're able to step into the vehicle. Basically, what they've done is they've created a, what they call a digital stage. Um, so there's basically two screens that are linked together. The first screen is your virtual cockpit, you know, yep. driving information. And then on the other side, towards the center, um, also as a so sort of like a curved freestanding display, it's all one big unit, is everything with regards to you know, the infotainment and uh, mm-hmm. all these other uh, heating and ventilation controls, HVAC and all that stuff. What's interesting also is that on the higher end versions of the Q6, there'll also be an, another screen which will be right in front of the passenger. And the passenger will be able to look at video content, uh, you know, streaming, yeah. streaming yeah. video, Cast things like that. some something yeah, uh, whatever. On, on the screen. And uh, there's a... Uh, but how it, it will not be possible for the driver to be looking at that screen while he's right. driving. It's only going to be, you know, the passenger is going to be able to see clearly what the images are. But from the driver's point of view, you won't be able to see it. Safety first. Safety first, exactly. So um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, and, and that basically is going to be the new sort of like interior layout for future uh, Audi electric uh, products. Uh-huh. And we know there are a lot of them that are that are going to be uh, to be coming. So it was interesting. Also, as usual, you know, the, the, the rest of the interior, a lot of recycled materials. That's the buzzword now. It's a big trend. Exactly. Yeah. At Mercedes, so, it was the same. They, exactly. they, they, they come up with all kinds of recycled <laughs> fish nets and, and whatnot to be able to turn them a little bit uh, more, more to use, I guess. Uh, but I, you know what about that? Um, we were having a roundtable with Gordon Wagoner at Mercedes, which is the chief of design, and trying to, you know, get some information out of him about those, all those concepts. And then, you know, someone asked a question about interior design in, in EVs. And he says, he said to us that he's not, sometimes he doesn't really agree with, with those recycled materials, not because mm-hmm. they're not nice, but because some newer, new materials that are synthetic can be, even more sustainable, mm-hmm. you know, because they, 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 they get these materials to, to turn them, you know, recycled materials to be able to turn them into something, Useful. you know, wor- yeah. and, and worthy of an interior yeah, of, yeah. of a vehicle of that class, yeah. especially in those segments. He says, well, sometimes we have to look at sustain- sustainability, uh, sustainability first instead of trying to show off, yeah. you know, that we're, we're, we're taking, you know, something out of, out of that, that, that was a waste and then making it really expensively into a more, uh, a greater looking material, which was, I found was funny because it's, it's, it's kind of draws a line, you know, there's no, it reminds us that uh, sustainable technologies is they're not always sustainable. Yeah. And uh, right next door to this, uh, or actually the next display over from the Audi Q6, we saw an interesting Volkswagen. Oh, yeah. Which was the (laughs) GTI ID concept. So trying to picture a GTI that's electric drive. Yeah. And it's it's tough for the purists and and fans of the brand. (laughs) It's it's tough. It's tough to, 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 to see, but... But obviously, it fits within the strategy of Volkswagen because, you know, they plan to launch 11 new electric models by 2027. Right. Not, not all of them will make it to North America, obviously, but uh, a few will. And um, what's interesting about this um, this uh, concept car for an electric GTI, it, 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 it was built on an existing platform, the MEB platform, which is yep. the pl- same platform as used for the ID4 uh, crossover. And... Um, <laughs> and and similar to the gas powered model this this is a front wheel drive car you mm-hmm. know so basically one motor to drive the uh, to drive their front wheels and 
What's interesting too is that we don't have any, you know, technical information about about this, this yeah, vehicle. There's not, there's not much in terms of size, it looks smaller than yeah. an actual GTI than today's GTI. It kind of looks a bit like a size like a Polo, which is smaller, which Volkswagen, is smaller, yeah, which is sold only in Europe, uh, Europe and other markets, but nothing, nor, nothing uh, North America. Um, so. That's that's a, a, an interesting thing that it's actually a little bit smaller, and what also they're trying to get into you know the, the GTI is such an iconic car for Volkswagen. It's it, in terms of driving uh, performance, mm-hmm. in terms of the the engagement that you have. When yeah, the bang for the buck, basically exactly. as well with the GTI. So they're, they're going to try to translate that into an electric car. You know, obviously through some kind of artificial sounds and things like that, but yeah. trying to make the, the experience. I think that's the key thing for many manufacturers in terms of sports cars is that, you know, how do you make an electric sports car engaging just like a gas-powered car is? Right. And that's going to be the biggest, uh, the biggest challenge. Yes, they're fast in a straight line, but, you know, you have to do something about the weight and you have to do something about the emotion that you feel in the car. Especially with a car like a GTI. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how they, they, they will try and pull it off and whether or not yeah. Yeah, they will yeah. succeed. What, one <laughs> so, of the things too to mention is that I, there's only one sketch of the interior now. And yeah. obviously we couldn't see the interior, but they have to keep the plaid seats. Yeah, you know, of course. The plaid cloth I, mean, seat. yeah, <laughs> I mean, if they don't do that, yeah, you'll sure. lose your, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. the clients that, that bought GTIs and that are very, very, uh, very adamant to see this new, uh, this new electric, electric version of it. Yeah. Also, what was interesting at um, the IAA in Munich, you know, Tesla doesn't attend usually ah, yeah. car shows, you yeah. know, but they were there. Very small booth, yeah, only was, two cars. Like 20 like, by 20 or exactly. something. <laughs> and only two cars, you know, Model Y, but, also, the best-selling and- but also the Model 3, the new look of the, the Model 3, what they call the Project Highland. Yes. So uh, a little bit new styling, you know, for the front end of the car and things like that. But it was interesting to see just how much attention mm. they got. Because oh, yeah. These cars were like swarmed by, not only by journalists, but by, you could tell. I mean, I even saw Frank Weber. Frank Weber is a, a member of the board of management of BMW AG responsible for research and development. You know, that's like a top gun guy. And he was in the and car. And he was in the car and he's playing around with the infotainment, you know, scrolling with the, with the little, little thumb wheel, yeah. uh, the little wheel on the, uh, on the uh, steering wheel and things like that, you know, looking at the screen, how what, what the interaction was uh, all about. Yeah, yeah. So it just goes to show, you know, uh, again that that kind of show you can get that kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. can get these 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 individuals who are looking at uh, the other guys' stuff. Right. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so I, I, I was I was expecting more from that uh, the from new the Model, Model 3. 3. Yeah, sure. I was expecting mm-hmm. something like so because we saw it before uh, the show and you know on the front end obviously more more, yeah, more slick, uh, more aerodynamic, okay. The rear, the new taillights but inside there's new features well, new screens and stuff like that but it's still pretty much the same, right? It's an old "Quote unquote model." That's it, you know, like it's. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it could have benefited from more, but I guess, I guess Tesla doesn't want to step into something really, really, really different because people are buying them. You know, they they're they're not. Uh, their sales aren't slowing down. So why would they they reinvent on the wheel? They gave it. They they gave them uh, the uh, the models uh, uh, more 
range, which is by the maximum yeah. range would be 629, I think, from for the long range model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kilometers. And, you know, that's good. People want range and people, you know, maybe it wasn't essential to to, to redo the, the model completely like, like another manufacturer would do. And I also want to underline something that it was so tough to take pictures. I mean, you've, you've, yeah, I, t- I took a few. You took a few as well. And I, I mean, we couldn't do a gallery with, with only mine. <laughs> Thank God you were there as well, because security around the booth was just always in my pictures, and there was no way to get closer to the car. It goes to show that you know they don't. It, they wanted to have a, a presence there, but it wasn't really, really to sell cars. It was just to to, to be there and have some coverage, I guess. Exactly. And I think you know it's um <clears throat> it's interesting that. Yeah, obviously they're doing great business over in Europe, you know, yeah, just as they are doing here in the, in North America, and you know they're they're basically updating a little bit, you know, uh, what is a, a proven proven bestseller for them, and uh, a car that has a uh, a lot of success. Yeah, well, that, that's it for the uh, Munich uh, IAA Summit, uh, which was last week, and we'll know a little bit more about those concepts in the coming months. <laughs> 